Hey, hey, this is Stacey Reagan and Mike Doyle bringing you all Things Central 301. Welcome to our podcast, The 301. How you doing today, Mike? I am doing very well, and we're ready to start season two. I know, of the I, can't, I can't believe it. Uh, we're kind of stepping up our podcast game a little bit this year with how we are uh, doing our, our format. Mike, you want to kind of let our listeners know how things are going to roll this year? So this year we're thinking in the 301 that we're going to, instead of do the long form podcast that we did last year, um, where we had usually one guest and we went on for about 15 minutes per podcast, sometimes um, with our state of the uh, district address, we went 45 minutes on a podcast yeah. uh, with one guest. This year we're thinking about doing um, podcasts with smaller segments so we could talk to more people and get more information and more ideas. And Mike, how are our listeners going to be able to access the podcast? So we are hopefully going to have, with our first podcast here, making this available not just on the district website as we've done in the past, but now being able to access the 301 anywhere else that you access your podcast. So if you go to... Um, the, the like fruit, iTunes the, or... I was going to say the fruit company, but yes, mm-hmm. you should be able to find... <laughs> I didn't want to go with... Uh, brand names there well but, and uh, google too right yes. right yeah. e- exactly mm-hmm. that you'll be able to find our podcast the 301 in all those places awesome so our first guests of season two are not new to our district but uh, they are new to um, their positions here um, we have erica snyder and rachel priola elementary math school teachers or coaches <laughs> woot, woot. Woot, woot. and fun fact erica was a student at 301 actually she was my student I I was. I know. I was lucky. Yeah. So um, welcome, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. So let's start with a little bit of information about your backgrounds. Um, So I'll start. I was lucky enough to be a student at Central 301, and I absolutely loved it. Um, I I almost would cry when I was sick and couldn't go to school. That's how much I love my teachers. Um, So when I was getting ready to graduate, I knew teaching was the avenue I wanted to go to, and um, I focused on math in particular. So I got my degree in secondary math and then was lucky enough when I was right out of college to get hired through um, our middle school staff at Prairie Knowles, and I taught sixth grade for six years and then seventh grade for one year before this new position so you up. have um you, your undergrad degree is in math yes. you have a mathematics yep. degree great mm-hmm. so um a little similar but different from erica um i studied elementary education with a concentration in mathematics so um i my heart has always been with the littler kids um but for my first year teaching i taught uh, sixth grade and seventh grade science and then i moved on to um math um, for sixth grade math and then sixth grade accelerated math for f- four years. And you two were on the same team for a short while, yes. right? We, we both were. taught sixth grade we together until I had to move up to seventh grade. Yes, but now we're back together. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Um, so this math coaching role is new. I mean, we have instructional coaches, which Mike and I are, um, along with our the rest of our team. And, you know, we kind of help teachers um, with instructional strategies or technology in the classroom. And this position is a little bit new. So why don't you guys kind of explain what your your roles are going to be as math coaches this year? Um, I think it looks different for us every day. Sometimes we're in the classrooms um, co-teaching 
or giving example lessons, the um, elementary uh, schools have a new math resource called Math in Focus. So it's heavily focused on um, using manipulatives and going through a concrete pictorial and abstract approach when teaching concepts. So we've been in uh, classrooms kind of showing teachers what that might look like. But then other times um, we're creating resources for teachers or meeting in regards to curriculum building. And then we've also um, kind of been doing a roadshow this year, providing monthly uh, morning PD sessions on different math topics. Yeah, and, and PD is so essential whenever you're rolling out new curriculum or, you know, textbooks. And right. to get that very needed PD for our teachers is right. crucial. And I don't think there's ever enough PD, right? I mean, we provide a ton, or at least we think we do from our side. But meaning, we also know meaningful PD, right? <laughs> but we meaningful. But we also know that when we get in the classrooms, teachers want more, right? They 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 they're overwhelmed during the initial yeah. introduction to something, yeah. and two weeks later, sometimes is when they're ready to go. Hey, now I I kind of wrap my head around this. I'd like a little bit more PD, and I think that's kind of where we all come in, at least instructional coaching wise is going back that two, three weeks later and going, hey, let me help you implement this in, right. in, a, in a, again, a meaningful way, something mm -hmm. that's going to be helpful for the kids. Mm -hmm. um, so how would you say your new role is different from your role in the classroom, specifically in terms of, you know, the teaching part where now you're not teaching the kids, but you get to see them sometimes? Yeah. Or, or how you're working with teachers a lot more than you are in the typical classroom? Yeah, we, we primarily work um, mostly with the teachers, but we are fortunate enough when the teachers let us come in and co-teach or, or do a, um, you know, a new lesson that we want to try out. So I think that's the biggest piece is we miss that day-to-day -day interaction with our students. So when we can go in and, and work with the elementary, they're so energetic and it's a little different than the, uh, maybe some middle school students. So it's so fun to see that different aspect and then be able to correlate the transition from kindergarten all the way up really to eighth grade and see how the kids are applying the strategies or the content year after year and seeing that build, you know, throughout their yeah, kind schooling. Of, kind of moving that needle mm -hmm, for, right. um, for math, right. for our students for success yep. is, is crucial. So um, what would you like our teachers to know about what supports you can give them this year? Um, I think since we're kind of all over the board with what we've been doing, just knowing that we're willing and would love to come in and be involved in your class for literally anything that you could think of, um, whether it's co-teaching or you um, you notice kids are struggling with a certain topic and you want to try something new or come up with um, a new idea or like we've said we with this time piece like yes there's all these great things that we could be doing but do, when do we have the time to fully implement it right. so being able to to hand off some of that to Erica and myself and having us create it for you and and then sh show you how how we would do yeah, it. yeah I think the biggest thing for us is our goal is to help support any way that the teachers see fit yeah, because time is the commodity, right? right? And anytime we can get that extra, you know, good support in our classrooms and alleviate some of that stress is really important for our teachers. And just like a, it's a huge benefit. Mm -hmm. So it's it's good that you guys are um, in this position this year. And sometimes even just the perspective, right? You can walk into a classroom and have just a tiny little different perspective on something than the teacher who is 
you, right? We've all been there that you can't see the forest for the trees, right? Mm -hmm. You're stuck in there. Right. And you just don't see that other thing that could be out there that you guys can walk into oh, the yeah. classroom. Oh, yeah, and we're even learning so much from the teachers that we go right. into. Oh, it's like, certainly a two-way street. Oh, my gosh. it's It's been a, an amazing experience to work with all different grade levels. Well, we'd like to thank you guys for coming in, Rachel and Erica. It's been uh, great having you on the 301. Um, we look forward to chatting with you again as the year goes on to see how things have progressed and see how things have changed for you because it will get interesting and busy and crazy. And, <laughs> and you know, the best part, I always say, the best part of the instructional coaching job is that the one benefit, right, is we get to go to the bathroom whenever we choose to. We don't have to it wait for the bell, It is a right? little bit of a perk. That is the one big perk. <laughs> we have that, so. so thank you for coming in, and we'll be back in just a bit with our next segment. Thank you. Thank Thanks, you. ladies. And we're back. We have an exciting week coming up at the high school, and we have a couple of folks here to talk about CHS Homecoming. So we have a room full of special guests today, and I'm going to go around and let them introduce themselves. But we do have some student council sponsors and advisors here. So we'll talk to Zandra McGuire and Dave Semin, both of whom are social studies teachers, my favorite department in the entire district. Uh, and like I said, they're the advisors for student council. We have a couple of student leaders here with us today. So girls, why don't you introduce yourselves? So my name is Sonia Graywall, and I am the senior class president. Hi, I'm Sophia Johnbury, and I'm the exec board's vice president. I'm Zandra McGuire, and I am one of the class sponsors. And I'm David Semin, and I'm the other class sponsor. Dave and Zandra, how long have you guys been student council class sponsors? I know, Dave, you's, you've been doing this for a while. Too long, yeah. yeah I think <laughs> it's been going on like 15 years now. So Holy it started cow. with Laurel Bradley, and then when <coughs> Miss Bradley left, uh, Zandra jumped, uh, Miss McGuire jumped in and kind of taken on her role. Yeah, you've been doing this for a while, so this isn't your first rodeo for no, homecoming. No, this is not. Yeah. yeah. Um, so... Homecoming's coming up. It's always an exciting time for students, and actually our faculty usually gets involved um, in it, too. What are the dates and the theme this year for homecoming? Because you guys always come up with some clever themes. Yeah, so this year we have homecoming week starting um, the week of September 30th, and then homecoming is on actually October 5th. So our theme this year is classic TV shows and sitcoms, and then per usual we have each class pick their own specific theme within that. So our seniors are doing Friends, juniors are Full House, sophomores are That 70s Show, and then freshmen have the Brady Bunch. So we have lots of exciting things coming up, and we're all um, really excited to start working with those themes. And I, what a lot of people don't realize, all the classes, they get t-shirts for their theme, right? So their whatever friends are, that would be the senior class t-shirt, and they have a specific color. And what's really neat for people who don't get to come to the assembly all the kids dress in their um, class colors, so you can really like see the school spirit, which I've always enjoyed here at Central. Yeah, absolutely. Homecoming week is just a really great time for us to all come together as a school and um, as individual classes. So it's really great to yeah, see. Yeah, even the teachers, we have a we have a cool shirt this year too. Yeah, we do, and our shirt embodies every department because they the departments chose their classical TV show. Yeah, so. Super fun. Well, I, I gotta know. What, what, did you say what your show was? I heard. I heard theirs, mm -hmm. or is it a surprise? What do you think? I don't think it's really a surprise. Uh, it, 
each department is doing their own, so there's going to oh, be okay, a number okay. of different ones. Social studies department were scrubs, I believe. Scrubs, okay. Yeah. Well, I, I would I will tell you uh, from being down in the eighth grade building, the biggest exciting part of homecoming are spirit days. So, I guess my question is, what can students and staff expect for the spirit days? So yeah, um, we really think that Spirit Days kind of get us all engaged in the week, especially. And so this week, or this homecoming week, um, we have Rocket Pride as our Monday theme. And because we don't have school on Friday, we thought this would be a great way to get everyone wearing their blue and white to kick off the week. And then on Tuesday, we have Pajama Day, which will kind of allow for some relaxation <laughs> during the week. Um, and kind I of always enjoy Pajama Day, thanks. <laughs> yes, <laughs> for sure. And on Wednesday, we have our Dress as Your TV Show. Um, so they can dress as a character from their designated TV show. So for example, um, for Friends, um, people can be Monica and Chandler, et cetera, et cetera. And following on Thursday, we have our class color and powder puff jerseys. So what you were talking about um, with kind of that battle between the classes and um, representing our different colors in that as well. And that will also be our assembly day. So it'll be a great day to kind of show our spirit. And that's a shortened um, schedule that day. So students and staff need to be aware of really shortened schedule because we have a half um, school improvement day and then the assembly, so. Yeah, so that will be a half day. And then I believe that each period will be 10 minutes and then students will, will be directed to the gym to have the assembly. And then later on, we have the powder puff games. And those begin, um, I think the fresh soft is at 6.30. The juniors and seniors are, um, I think following that, and then we have the bonfire. Wait, maybe there's a correction. I'm gonna let Semen talk. Uh, <laughs> not really a correction. Um, I I just have conflicting information because ours ours says fresh soft starts at 5:30 per powder puff, and juniors and seniors would follow at 6:30. That's what I have on my too. Let's go with that. Okay, <laughs> and then the bonfire follows the after bonfire. that. What are some um, other activities that students um, can participate in during the week? We've got powder puff, and then you've got um, the bonfire. What are, are there some other things that students can do? Yeah, absolutely. So one of the awesome things that we do as a school as well is the boys' charity volleyball tournament. So obviously we don't have boys' volleyball as an overall sport, um, but we do have their charity volleyball tournament that allows every single class to come up with teams and allow the boys to get involved both in volleyball and in supporting our community and um, a project that they're passionate about. So it's a really great way to generate spirit and give back to our community. That's Monday, and I, I think we have a record number of teams this year. Uh, I think there's awesome. like 13 teams that will be playing. I think there's four senior teams. you got a couple of sophomore, junior, and then – know four or five freshman teams so where do the benefits uh from this event go to various charities the way it's set up right now is the team that wins from it, it's juniors playing against seniors and then freshmen playing against sophomores so it's broken down into two different groups and each of the teams picks a charity and whichever one wins you know the money is going to go to that specific charity oh great so so it could be a variety of it's going to be causes. a variety, yes very good so it, it sounds like there is a lot going on. I guess my question is, is where can I go to get in information on, um, you know, everything that's going on in homecoming week, you know, the powder puff games and the, the charity volleyball game we just talked about and um, 
what what TV character I should dress up for for my class and all that stuff. Is there a, a place where all this information is in one location where students, parents, everyone can go and find it? Yes. So the best place to find all of that information regarding Homecoming Week and just student council in general um, in the coming year will be our student council website. And so that will be linked, and I, I think it's on the district website at this point as well, and also an e-blast was just sent out to all the um, parents and family in the district. And then we also have on there an Instagram page, which can be kind of an outlet and an easier way for people to get information fast. Um, we always have reminders on there and also um, posts kind of about what's going on in the coming week. Very good. Um, also within that, going off that social media, each individual class has their own um, Instagram page as well. So if there's specificity, um, then each class has their own page that pertains to information specific to seniors and then et cetera. So, they can, so students can follow that particular um, Instagram page. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Um, let's get information on the dance. Um, where is the dance this year? What times you know, and how can students purchase tickets? So the dance this year is going to be at our high school. Um, and in times past, it's been at an elementary school. But now that we have our great renovated space, um, I think that it's great that we can do it at ours. Um, the times will be from 7 to 10 this year. And then um, for tickets, we've decided to not do a presale. Um, and so we'll have them at the door. We just find that that's easier for a lot of the um, students. And tickets will be $15. Um, that money goes towards a variety of causes that kind of sponsor and help out the central community throughout the year. So it, it's it's money that's that's going to various causes that we've kind of deemed as being important for the school and community. And, and that also funds your student council activities throughout the year too, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and in each class typically asks for monies for something special. And they usually come to student council. So it just allows us to be able to give back to the school. But I also wanted to mention the doors will open at 630 and we will have a coat checking system for students. Oh, great. Um, so doors open at 630 to come in, but the dance starts at 7. And were are refreshments available for students to purchase? There will be a concession stand that um, the parent advisory group will, oh, great. will have for them. Oh, great. Uh, and Mrs. McGuire, uh, you want pictures of homecoming, right? How I would love pictures. I'm also the yearbook sponsor, and the more pictures, the better. We never have enough pictures for yearbook. So um, if you could send it to my email, any pictures that you have, Zandra.McGuire at central301.net, that would be truly appreciated, and you will be forever in our memories. Awesome. Well, I'd like to thank all of you for coming in today to talk about the homecoming events. Uh, obviously, we all know it's a huge event every single year. Um, so, again, thank you so much for coming out, our class sponsors, our students who are the leaders of this project. And uh, thank you thank you for coming in. And uh, I'm Mike. That's Stacy. Yeah, have, a, have a, a happy and safe, make good decisions, <laughs> homecoming week. And um, we'll be next, uh, uh, up next is our student services department um, talking about some special projects that they have coming up. Thanks for joining us, you guys. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. And we're back for our final segment of our first episode of the season two uh, 301 podcast. And Mike, this last segment is really important for everyone to hear. It's, it's definitely a heavy topic, but I think it's something that um, 
needs to be talked about. Uh, we have the Central High School School Psychologist um, here. Welcome, Liz Covington. Hi. Welcome, Liz. Thank you for having me. You bet. So, Liz. Your team has a really important message that you want to get out this month. Can you tell us a little bit about what the message is? Sure. Um, so September is Suicide Awareness and Prevention Month. So it's really important that we are like we utilize the um, signs of suicide, acknowledge, care, tell. Um, so acknowledging someone's feelings, um, showing that you care about them, and then telling a trusted adult or um, somebody that is um, capable of taking this information and providing help for that student. Uh, so really just being aware that any student at any age can feel this way and to seek appropriate help. And I do think it's, um, it's definitely something that affects, you know, more students than maybe we think. Um, those suicidal ideations and um, so it's really good to kind of know those warning signs. What do you really want students to know about Suicide Prevention and Awareness Month? Like what, what is it that you want our students to know? Sure, that suicide is 100% preventable. Um, you do not have to die from suicide. Uh, you, there is help available, there is always help available. We are here and we are equipped to handle those feelings and we are here to support. So we're always here to support students. Um, we're also here to support teachers too, if they're feeling that way. It's, you know, we're not just here for students. We are here for teachers. We are here for administration. We're here for other support services. So if anybody is ever feeling this way, it is 100% preventable and you can get help. And, and of course, the suicide disproportionately affects kids in this age group, right? High school age group and slightly above. Mm -hmm. So um, the second leading cause of death is of 10 to 34 year olds is suicide. Wow. So what are some things that you're doing at CHS to bring awareness and or help to students? Sure, so we have um, a suicide, so we've done a lot for Suicide Prevention Month this month. We have, uh, we had stickers passed out to all of our students with that Acknowledge Care Tell message, with the Suicide Prevention Lifeline, um, and with other, um, you know, companies that help with suicide prevention. We have Access to students can use the advisory canvas. They can write, you know, a message of thanks uh, for someone who helped them in a difficult time of their life. We offer um, signs of suicide for freshmen students, which is just an educational course um, offered once a year that tells them the acknowledge care tell message. We have also a screener that we run in the spring, which we have for all of our students just to you know kind of catch that pulse of if there's anybody that we've missed um, who might be having those feelings. Excellent. Um, what would you like our parents to know about teens and suicide prevention? Because I'm sure like, you know, for parents, um, it is definitely, you know, something that could be very scary, you know, if they are confronted with this, something that they may not know anything about. And um, well, I think misunderstanding is a big thing. Right? Yeah, misunderstanding. Um, what are some things that you would want parents to know? Right. So we actually have a parent university that we're producing, me and several other members of student services uh, at the high school, the two social workers, Madeline Tomlinson and Nina Amin. So we're all three of us made a um, parent university that will be available online for parents to check out. Uh, the main thing is that take any threat that your child makes seriously. Don't 
brush it off as teenage drama. Don't brush it off as, you know, they're just saying this. Take every moment where they are saying that I want to kill myself or I want to hurt myself or I want to die. Take all of those seriously. Yeah, that's really important. Well, Liz, we'd like to thank you for talking to us about this really important topic. It's really important for our students, for our community, um, really for everyone that we touch here in the district, right? This is a, a huge topic, and we want to make sure people understand um, that there's information and a place to go for help. Yeah. Thanks for coming, Liz. Thanks so much for having me. Yep. And um, everyone be watching for that Parent University uh, video that's going to be coming out soon. I know that I... It started uh, helping you guys out with that, so it, it is going to be really um, informational and, and good for our parents. Um, and thanks for joining us for our first episode of Season 2 of the 301, and um, stay tuned for our next episode. We have some really interesting things going on in our elementary schools that um, we're going to be promoting. Elementary schools, middle schools, all kinds of fun stuff coming up. Um, so I, I have a new sign-off for this year. Oh, great. Like I'm Michael. Michael. And that's Stacy, and you've been listening to the 301. Thanks, Mike. Thank you.